0: Live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio. Show. Talk show.
1: All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that it refused to use, no doubt, continues now. This is the broadcast, for August fourteenth, in the year of our Lord, two thousand and twenty-one. This is our two of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our Founding Fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution of the United States of America, that is our guide. And absolutely, we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers, one of the great peaceful restorative—wow, <clears throat> restorative solutions we have at our fingertips today. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Now, I have had some Freedom Fest interviews left in the can because I got super sick. We never got to that. I've got to get to. They're incredible. and I don't want to leave those people out. I don't want to ignore them. It's a little longer to get to them than I had hoped. But I feel justified in playing their interviews for sure. Um, I've got three of them left. Great interviews. First one's Daniel Harmon. And he's the co-founder and CEO of what's called uh, Harmon Brothers. Harmonbrothers.com to learn more. And you say, well, who are the Harmon Brothers? They're a media group. They've been around for a long time. Um, his brother uh, was the CEO or is the CEO. I'm not sure if he still is. I know that he was. Um, of VidAngel. So they've been around for a long time. They've been involved with the Dry Bar Comedy. They do great, great work of people. Anyway, they're involved with our other buddy, um, bon, er, Connor Boyack. Connor Boyack does the uh, Tuttle Twins. My kids love the Tuttle Twins, and I can't wait to show them this cartoon series. Let's make this happen. One um, reader of the Tuttle Twins says, The Tuttle Twins, incredible series of books helping people understand. It is imperative that parents teach. The time-tested values of freedom and free markets to their children. And the Tuttle Twins project is an amazing way to help do that, says Senator Mike Lee. It's that good. Uh, anyway, without further ado, let's jump to this interview. Happy to have you along, my fellow American Sam Bushman, Liberty Roundtable Live, just on fire from FreedomFest.com. I'm sitting here live from the Loving Liberty Network booth. It's incredible. LovingLiberty.net. There's people around us, just incredible people. There's no masks in sight. It's just phenomenal, ladies and gentlemen. We got another guest with us. His name is Daniel Harmon. He's the co-founder and CCO, I guess the content creative officer. Is that how you say that? Chief creative officer. Chief creative officer. All right. I always think of content when I think of creative, though. (laughs) So there you go. Anyway, he's with the Harmon Brothers, by the way. HarmonBrothers.com if you want to learn about their ad agency and, and a lot of his other work. But right now, he's literally taking on an incredible project. So first comes the Tuttle Twin books. My kids love the Tuttle Twin books. And I can't wait to show them this cartoon series, says one parent. Let's make this happen. Uh, and then, so the Tuttle Twin books were first. They're educational books to help children understand the sacred cause of liberty in a fun, unique way. All right. Now the Tuttle Twin books started out. They were so good, people loved them. Connor Boyack wrote the books, etc. Uh, Connor Boyack's a good friend of Liberty Roundtable Live and has been for years. I used to interview uh, Connor's mom when Connor was young. That <laughs> was crazy. Anyways, I digress. Except to say, Daniel is promoting this incredible new. Series in addition to the books, we now have Daniel.
2: Yes. The sorry, sorry. was that a question? Yeah, we now have. <laughs> oh, um, Tuttle Twins, the the animated series. Yeah, that, yeah. Tuttle
1: Twins TV. Yeah,
2: Tuttle, I just want—I Tuttle... didn't want to steal your thunder. Oh, that. okay. <laughs> sorry, I I wasn't prepped for that. But yeah, the the book series has been so successful and has really proven that there's a market for filling this void that parents are feeling for their kids and, and educating them on their kids on principles of freedom and of economics. And the books have done such a good job. Connor Boyack, the author, and Elijah Stanfield, the illustrator, have done such a good job of breaking that down in a way that's very clear um, for kids. And we're just kind of carrying that baton forward a little bit more with an animated TV series now that we've uh, funded a full first season where there's um, 12 episodes that are coming up on this, and we're just taking those principles and translating them into... Um, A fun show that hopefully kids will choose over their options on Disney Plus and and Netflix and YouTube and um, get educated along the way.
1: Real values resonate, to say the least. So, Daniel, why would you guys, the Harmon Brothers, how would you get involved in this?
2: Well, for me, um, it's a passion project because growing up, I had an uncle who taught me about the um, principles of liberty. In fact, he ran a little private school that I attended and the curriculum was based on history and economics and teaching people about the cycles that that cultures and civilizations go through if they don't follow these principles yeah, and they melt down as the same exactly that's that's yes yeah, spoiler alert right um everything kind of goes to <laughs> pot if if they're if they're not followed and so i had that foundation and i had that love of freedom Then later on, I'm a parent, right? I have kids. I have have seven kids, actually. Congratulations! Oh, thank you. And I'm and I'm wanting to to teach them about these things. And I don't really know how to do that. That's not like my full time thing. I'm, you know, I work in the ad industry. Um, I'm more of a content creator than I am, you know, thinking of the best ways all the time to like how, how to educate my kids, but. Then Connor Boyack um, comes out with the first edition of the Tuttle Twins, the first book that he didn't know was going to be a series at the time. I bought it immediately. Which,
1: by the way, though, just it, it just launched beyond his even wildest dreams, didn't it?
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I bought the first copy, loved it, read it to my kids, they loved it. And then I bought every copy since, and now he's got... Um, 12 books in this kid series and in other books in, in addition for like teens and um, I think even all the way to adults and yeah, everything. Connor's
1: a prolific writer and his oh, mom very, was before him. I used to interview his mom back in the day about her books.
2: Yeah, very prolific authors. I think he's written somewhere in the neighborhood of 30 total books.
1: Yeah, I can't even get one written. I don't have <laughs> Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, I'm quite with you on that one. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like a slacker next to Connor. But um, but the books had started to gain enough momentum in fact even going back a little further we got involved at harman brothers in helping promote tuttle twins so yes. we took them on as a client created some um creative campaign uh ad- advertising campaigns for them that were very successful and really helped drive their sales
1: and because of you it was all about the right positioning
2: oh yeah i i, 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 so, I mean he already had a great thing to begin with right sure. but we just kind of took that and and put that on steroids And the book sales really took off. Um, Like you mentioned, uh, 2.5 million copies sold now. And then he starts seeing so much momentum that he decides, hey, I should be turning this into a TV show of some kind. And that's when I approached him and my team and said, hey, I want to turn this into a TV show uh, for you. And I think we're the right team to do it. And he's, he's always loved our work. At Harman Brothers, we've always loved reason. his.
1: Yeah, we just and, had a lot of And that's why, respect. you know, I know you said I don't want to focus on Harmon Brothers, but I think it's quintessential to understanding where it is and why in the positioning and what's been done and how and who. And uh, it's really important to understand all this, right?
2: Yeah, no, for sure. And a lot of what we do at Harmon Brothers is break down... People will come to us with a product that's never been heard of before or a service that's never been heard of. And and, and they expect us to be able to educate people on it and create a really positive emotion around it with the branding. And essentially, that's kind of what Tuttle Twins is. It's a lot of education, but you have to entertain at the same time, right? And so that's been the vision for it is to mix elements of classic shows like The Simpsons and Phineas and Ferb um, with things like The Magic School Bus, that, that kind of educational value and that family friendliness into a show, again, that kids want to choose as entertainment and just a fun adventure and characters they care about, but then they'll also get the education along the way.
1: I love it. I want more of it. <laughs> I, I commend Connor. I commend you guys, Dan Harmon, and, and, and your other folks there. Um, a interesting term or anything unique twist to this is not only the books turning into the, the video series, et cetera, but it's, it was the number one crowd-funded Children's show on the internet. Yeah, isn't that's, that amazing? that's a
2: huge claim, man. Oh yeah, it's it, it is huge, and again, it really proves that the market is just Dying starving core. for this. And we saw that in. So we we didn't do crowdfunding through Kickstarter or Indiegogo. So this wasn't donations for t-shirts. <laughs> this was actual investment in the show itself. So when we succeed, they'll succeed. They're actually owners of Tuttle Twins Show, and. What happened was we would see about, I'd say about almost one in four comments was, I don't even care if this thing ever makes me a dime. I just want this to exist for my kids and my grandkids. And And it's it's all about the long game. It's all about the long game.
1: It is. I'm in that very same camp. I have children and grandchildren and I'm telling you right now that I want good things for them to be able to gravitate to. I want them to be able to watch it. I want them to to feel good that, you know what, they're uh, with the good hands people, so to speak. It's going to be TuttleTwins.TV. It's already there, right? Yeah. So if you go to TuttleTwins.TV, then you can get
2: on the – so it's T-U-T-T-L-E, Twins.TV. You can get on the email list to be notified when we release the app. So the app, you can download on iPhone and on Android. And you can watch the show for free. That's not released until this fall. So we're looking about a September launch for the release of the app. Because there's just too many things
1: to do all at once.
2: (laughs) Well, we're we're about 80% of the way there on animation on episode one. And then we've got episodes two and three that we've got to finish up. But, yeah, that'll be in the fall. But the, the content will be available for free on the app. And even the first one will release on YouTube and Facebook for people to see.
1: I love it. Now, how many uh, episodes are there going to be, or how many seasons? Do we have it all planned out, or what? What's yeah. The-
2: so the crowdfunding you mentioned—we are the number one crowdfunded kids show of all time. We raised three point seven million dollars. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> we've also um, got—we've um, received money from private investors as well, and so we have enough to fund our first season, which is going to be twelve episodes. Now, the plan is to go season after season and year after year. After that, we feel like these principles um, are timeless. And that they can way outlast um, so so much of the programming that's out there. I mean, the, the Simpsons went for thirty seasons, so we're at least shooting for that. You know, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no but well, the, we it, sure hope that America
1: gravitate towards content that really is uplifting, really is, you know what, comfortable for all generations, uh, literally. Uh, does its best to build character, uh, build stability in families. I mean, these are the concepts we're talking about, right?
2: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, we're we're doing our best to. For example, um, we're trying to teach, we're we're, we're showing the Tuttle twins as a solid family unit. So unit with um, dad's with, not a, dad's with,
1: not a buffoon.
2: Dad is not a buffoon. I'm making very. I'm being very careful to stay away from that trope.
1: Yeah, and moms yep. aren't not just kind of in the clouds on meds cuz you can't handle it.
2: Nope. No. no. No no no, they're very much going to be involved. They're going to be very competent, um well-rounded. Individuals. I mean, obviously, it focuses more on the twins themselves, of course, justly and, so, and their grandma, who has a time-traveling wheelchair, <laughs> and she takes them back in time to learn from historical figures like Frederick Bastia or Ben Franklin or Gandhi or whoever it is that they need to learn a lesson from. But yes. that's 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 where the the series is centered.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, this is fun stuff, and this is kind of kind of a thing. Uh, now, I guess you can watch them for free, but yet we still want people to donate. Um, no, so we're no longer taking crowdfunding, okay. um,
2: but the when it releases for free, there will be a pay it forward model, model, which means you can watch the show for free, but then you can pay it forward so other people can watch as well. It's following the model of the Chosen for anyone that's, yes, that's seen that. that. I love yeah, it. Yeah, so the the cho- the Chosen is the same kind of thing. You can watch it for free, but then you can pay it forward for other people in other parts of the country, other parts of the world, to be able to watch for free as well, and that's just all voluntary.
1: I understand, but tell me about the Pay It Forward. It's an incredible model, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. and I think this is worthy of a little bit of time. Uh, guys like me don't know what it takes to, to produce an episode, yeah. Versus how many people watch it. Versus, I mean, I'm just not educated enough to, right? Sure. But I'm a dad and I care and I want to pay it forward properly. What is a realistic pay it forward kind of expectation or that would make sense? What does it the, the project justice? Do you, do you understand what I
2: mean? Yeah, I do understand what you mean. Is and, it ten dollars? Yeah, the basically the way it breaks down is for every. 100 viewers, you might be, have between five and 10 of them that decide to pay it forward for others. Yes. And then the amount that they're paying forward can be anywhere, I think, from, on average, from 50 to like 100 bucks in some cases. Now, some will only do like 10 or $15 that they pay forward. Um, but that's people that are showing, man, this is worth it. I, I want to just support this project. And they know we show them. How many more people will be able to watch based on those twenty dollars they put in, or fifty, right. or whatever? Uh, fantastic! It
1: is. So you mm-hmm. do educate along the way to say, "Listen, with what you're doing, here's what we can do with."
2: That's it. That's exactly right. Oh, you put in forty dollars. Okay, twenty more people are going to be able to watch this for free. You know, that's that's the way that we break it down. That is phenomenal.
1: All right, where are the? Um where are the distribution points for this going to be? I mean, I know you can go to the Tuttle Twins TV. TuttleTwins.TV. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's fantastic. I think the app is great. Um, obviously, the TuttleTwins.TV is online. Is it going to be on Roku and all kinds of places?
2: Yeah, well, that's, that's the that's the hope. So Angel Studios is our distributor, who's the same distributor for The Chosen.
1: Is that, is that VidAngel or no?
2: Um, they, they were. Um, because I know well, Neil yeah. Harmon. Who's yes. that? Yeah, Neil Harmon is my brother.
1: Alright, because yeah. I interviewed Neil about VidAngel. Yes. Uh, and I'm telling you right now, I, I just backed that project till the cows come home I'm so livid oh, about that you. don't even
2: get me started I, I really appreciate anyway, that I don't want to digress into this <laughs> <Yeah>. ex- except <laughs> no. I'm
1: telling you that I commend the work that was done VidAngel was one of my favorite things ever and they've just well they haven't ruined it it's just had to morph
2: right? yeah it's had it's but, had to morph somewhat but, but yeah I mean, that's what and, happens when you, but, get, you get in you know Getting a fight with disney whacked out <laughs> disney
1: going crazy but I, all i'm telling you is i love that you guys are basically holding that together and still moving forward with other valuable projects
2: yeah right? so it will be tuttle twins will be available on VidAngel. angel to your point yeah it'll be on, available on the app that angel studios is providing and then we are in talks right now with other distributors um to get involved as well and then obviously um, on the app, you can watch it on Roku. You can watch it, connected to your Chromecast, Fire. to your Apple TV, to yeah, Fire, all that stuff. All that, all that will be available. And then the first episode, just to get the word out. But
1: let me tell you this, though, you don't need a, fi- a filter for um, Tuttle Twins, ladies and gentlemen. You
2: well, know, you, know? It, you can if you want to. I, know, I mean, it's been Angel.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, you can. You're right. I'm just but saying no, we're, we're, not a, try, we're trying
2: know. to make it. We're trying to make it pretty family, family friendly. But I won't everyone's lines different right and so yes, um, what, right. what be, might be okay for some kids might might not be for others and 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 admittedly we're trying to make this show in a way that adults enjoy watching it with their kids as well that's that they important they appreciate sure. the humor in fact we've got several jokes that'll go right over the heads of of the six and seven year olds and it's intentional but then a ton of the stuff with um, with physical humor you know with with different gags like that that they're totally gonna get
1: it's a little bit, and I hate to just go back to this. I know this interview is getting longer, and you're just going, what you're all, on earth, you're good. Sam? But uh, it reminds me of the dry bar humor. Yeah. stuff, right?
2: Yeah. A little bit? Yep. Yeah. They're very much in that vein. fact, I'd say it's probably a little bit more tame than than even than even dry bar. Of course. I'm just saying it kind of
1: <laughs> has that flavor is the point. I want people who are friends of VidAngel and who understand the dry bar humor. I love that stuff. Yeah. And, and, and for people to kind of understand, that's who's putting this stuff together, ladies and gentlemen, and that's the reason that I'm bringing it up. Yeah. Yeah,
2: we're all kind of a little bit of the part of the same group where um, I was involved in the early days in the co-founding of, of VidAngel, and um, so my brothers run Angel Studios, and yes. and um, I'm, along with our CEO, Benton, I, we're running Harmon Brothers, and, but yeah, Tuttle Twins is kind of my passion project right now.
1: TuttleTwins.tv, ladies and gentlemen. Now listen, Mike Lee is at Freedom Fest with us. He's about to take the stage in literally eight minutes he'll be on the stage, okay? And I want to just tell you that because Mike Lee has a quote about this, Tuttle Twins. He says this, quote, it is, it is imperative that parents teach the time-tested values of freedom and of free markets to their kids. And the Tuttle Twins Project is an amazing way to help do that. U.S. Senator Mike Lee. Do you want to respond to that, uh, Daniel?
2: I love the quote. Yeah, and I've been a, a fan of Mike Lee for for a long time. And really appreciate the work he's done in trying to uh, fight for freedom in, in the country. And, yeah, I just, uh, I would say amen.
1: <laughs> I'm going to say this. God bless you and your brother and your work. Tell Neil hi for me. And I'm telling you, thank you so much. This is a worthy project. I, I know you're not taking crowdfunding, but I want everybody to literally look at the pay it forward option because that's how more of this stuff will be made. Thank I'm you, just Sam. telling you right now, that is how it will get made. So don't just look at it and go, oh, I can help two people. Look at it and say, not only do I want to help two people as I, as I pay it forward, but I want to help more projects, more of these things kick off. Because if, it's, if the pay-forward model is successful, then they're going to do more and more and more of it. It's just going to ha- get this synergism and have an energy of its own. That's what we want to happen.
2: Yep, that's how it's all possible. All right, sir,
1: final word's yours.
2: Well, I, first off, thanks for having me on. This is what I want to say. I think that freedom is something loved by one and all. And what I mean by that is I think the left the right, conservative, liberal, democrat democrat republican, everyone loves the idea of freedom. Everyone inherently knows they should be free. Yes sir. I think there's a big gap though between the number of people who like freedom and the number of people who understand it. And
1: And the number of people that are willing to fight for it.
2: That too. But that gap of education of those who love it and like it versus those who actually understand it and know what it means to fight for it, that's what we're trying to close with the Tuttle Twins, and I think
1: we can do it. TuttleTwins.tv, ladies and gentlemen. Daniel Harmon and myself are trying to make the real the ideal. And with your help, we can get it done. Thanks, Daniel. Awesome, thank you. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Live.
3: And order my book and lectures to begin the restoration of this great nation.
1: All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman on your radio. Hard-hitting talk. It sure is good to be back, baby. COVID almost killed me, and it can almost kill you unless you can get the natural health and healing solutions that for some reason the government does not want to mention or talk about. Beware Get ready Do your very best to be uh, caught up get your right physicians in place Who can uh, administer things like ivermectin and other solutions and do it immediately because I, I thought I had it together But then when push came to shove it was very hard to get the right people to prescribe the medications necessary for healing so our prayers are with you and your families as you navigate this difficult COVID reality check I don't feel any different. People always come to me and they say, Sam, how do you feel? You feel any different about COVID vaccines? No, I don't. I'm against the vaccines. I support people's rights to choose them or not choose them as they will. So just as much as you can choose the vaccine, I want to be able to choose not. Will I be taking the vaccines? I will not. Furthermore, what about Sam masks? I think masks are a sham. Sam, how do we help people with COVID then? You can't just let everybody get together and die, can you? Natural herd immunity is the best answer. And the best answer along the way for those who get sick, the very few, and there's not very many, by the way, who get really, really, really sick compared to the masses. And um let them get the health and healing they need. Don't squash the alternative uh, uh, treatments and options. Don't do that. Incredible interview with Daniel Harmon though, about the Tuttle twins and Connor Boyack's project, great work by those folks. I really think it is imperative that parents teach the time-tested values of freedom and values to their children. By the way, a couple of quick headlines that I found kind of non-controversial but pretty interesting, indeed related to coronavirus before the end of this half hour. Then I got another incredible uh, interview uh, to play for you about um, classical education, etc. But drive-in movie theaters now could be here to stay. Some are calling it Save the Cinema, Baby. And uh, so now, because of the COVID, a lot more drive-in movie theaters are coming back and popping up and everything else. And I think it's nice. I think it's a good contribution. I know you would say, well, why, Sam? I can just sit at home and watch a movie. Well, the biggest reason I can think of is because it's nice to get outside and walk around. It's nice to get outside in the cool air. It's nice to get outside and look up and see God's beauty. There you have it. Quick pause. Another guest and a lot more talk. Straight ahead on the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live nationally syndicated with global reach talk show.
0: Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Mike Fortier. The CDC recommending a COVID booster shot. CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky yesterday calling for those with compromised immune systems to get the booster to prevent serious and possibly life-threatening cases. Former FDA Commissioner Dr. Scott Gottlieb telling CNBC yesterday how he thinks the booster shot should be administered. I do believe and I've long believed that we should be looking at providing boosters to the older population, particularly people in nursing homes and congregate settings who are more at risk of contracting covid and more at risk of a bad outcome, people who were vaccinated a long time ago, last December or January, because we have seen evidence of declining vaccine effectiveness across the board. Dr. Gottlieb says he also sees good news ahead. He expects the number of COVID cases in the South to peak this week and then start declining. Security concerns surrounding the 20th anniversary of 9-11. The Department of Homeland Security yesterday issuing a terrorism alert. DHS says the anniversary could serve as a catalyst for acts of targeted violence during what's already a heightened threat environment. This is USA Radio News. If cancel
5: culture and censorship continue at their current pace, there will soon be nothing left of the truth. The Epic Times was founded to keep truth alive. We ask the questions we think you'd ask. We check facts without regards to any political agenda. No one tells us what to cover or how to cover it. We're not influenced by big corporations or political parties. Our great passion is to expose the spread of socialism and communism. We cover the Chinese Communist Party and how it works to subvert American education and politics. We cover big issues like election integrity, the exploding national debt, the fight against coronavirus, and the truth about its origins. We cover Democrats and Republicans in exactly the same way. We have a special trial subscription offer right now: one month of our printed paper and total access to our amazing online content for just one dollar. You'll find it at trustednewspaper.com. One month, one dollar. Trustednewspaper.com. Help the Epic Times keep truth alive. Another
0: major victory for the Taliban: the capital of the Kunar province, Asadabad, falling today, reportedly with very little resistance from the local government. Afghanistan's ambassador to the U.S., Adela Raz, telling the PBS NewsHour yesterday, news of the U.S.'s plans to withdraw hurt Afghan morale.
4: There is one psychological war, and I think I always say the psychological part we have lost long again,
6: and I think um, that's with our allies and France as well. I think our allies here in the U.S. have also lost the psychological war, despite how much we say we have not abandoned Afghanistan, but the assumption in the story back at home is they are abandoned.
0: Video from Assadabad shows people looting police headquarters taking rifles and ammo. Residents in Kunar report the Taliban is blocking the roads to prevent soldiers and government officials from fleeing. The Dixie wildfire, the largest single wildfire in California history, leading to more mandatory evacuation orders last night. At last report, the fire covers at last report the fire covers almost 518,000 acres and is 31% contained. This is USA Radio News.
1: All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman on your radio. We just finished the Tuttle Twins interview. Connor Boyack's book turned into video. Daniel Harmon, co-founder and CCO of Harmon Brothers, uh, was on with us doing a great job at Freedom Fest. Um, We also talked about driving movie theaters could be here to stay thanks to the COVID. I think that's kind of cool. Get out, see the stars, spend some time, get some fresh air. Let your children know what it was like when you were a kid, huh? Pretty cool. Food pantries, ladies and gentlemen, are struggling to feed people in need. This is a sad tale, too. Food pantries are struggling to feed people in need. The bottom line is Corona, call, call it whatever you want, because of the coronavirus, because of inflation, because of whatever else, there's tougher times for the pantries. Our prayers are for them and for their success. Uh, we really need to remember that we are our neighbor's, our brother's keeper. We are our neighbor. We are our neighbor's best friend. We need to really remember those who are in need. And I support local food pantries, the more local the better, but I'll support neighbor helping neighbor and doing it directly within your homeschool communities or your uh, whatever food co-ops or your, there's a lot of ways to get it done. Farmer to farmer, hand to hand, human to human, Neighbor-to-neighbor, neighbor. and I just want to really give a big shout-out to uh, food storage can be used to help. And food pantries are struggling to meet the, the needs of people who uh, are, what do they call it, food-challenged. And uh, so, you know what, don't think that this is just some nebulous thing that the food pantry deals with or whatever. This is something that you can be involved with personally as a neighbor. Uh, as a loved one. And when I say neighbor, I don't mean just you, the guy next door. Talk about people in your area. Go to church. Go to different places and find out who's in need and, and take on a project. Each of us can roll up our sleeves and do something. And that's really, really, really important. All right. We got our next interview. Uh, I've got only two interviews left now. But this one is Lee Borton. And it's a she's the founder of Classical Education. Classical Conversations is the name of the uh, organization, but it's classicalconversations.com. We're talking about a different worldview with regards to education. We're talking about um, share the love of learning through a Christian worldview and fellowship with other families. Our families thrive using three keys to education, classical, Christian, and Community. Interview starts now. Happy to have you along. My fellow American, Sam Bushman, Liberty Roundtable Live, freedomfest.com. I'm telling you right now, there's so many fantastic people everywhere you go when you're at Freedom Fest. Lee Borton's with us, ladies and gentlemen, and she's the founder of Classical Conversations. That's classicalconversations.com. And uh, so you gotta ask yourself, what is Classical Conversations? Share your love of learning. Through a Christian world view and fellowship with other families. There's three keys classical, Christian, and community to what they do. And what's interesting about what they do in my mind is they start out really with education lifelong. Is that how it starts, Lee?
6: Yes, lifelong learning.
1: Because I see on here you got ages four to twelve, you got above that, you got what if you're in high school, what about a master's degree, all the way through, right?
6: Yep, we think uh, homeschooling parents are the bomb, and so we put together a master's program so they could earn a master's while they were homeschooling their children.
1: You could earn a master's while homeschooling your children. Think about that, ladies and gentlemen. Um, What you're doing is you're taking this love of learning, and you're letting it uh, check a bunch of boxes all at once, right?
6: Yeah, because it really does. You know, the reason I um, started that master's program is because a lot of the dads were saying to me, My wife works so hard to homeschool these kids, and she's so much smarter than anybody else I know. Surely there's a way for her to get some credit for this. So we put that program together.
1: Are dads involved as much as moms?
6: You know, still not. We have a lot of fathers who are leaders in our community, but, you know, they tend to do the thing they need to do best, which is pay the bills.
1: Which is important, but you know what? There's a way for them to get involved. You know, when I homeschooled my kids, we created a thing called KB Days.
6: Tell me about
1: that. In KB Days, we actually got a bunch of kids with shirts. We, several families in our area did this. We actually got shirts for the kids. They loved it. KB Days stands for knowledge builders. Mm. And uh, it was a term we created. And we called it KB because it was just kind of fun, right? You guys ready for KB Days? <laughs> like, you think kickback days. But it was really knowledge builder days. And we did all kinds of stuff. We did scientific experiments. And we did field trips um, for educational things. We just had a great time. We had a, an exercise component to it and everything else. And, man, the kids just loved KB Days. We met with a couple of the families even the other day about it. This is literally like 25 years ago. And everybody was talking about KB days. Remember when we used to do this and this and this? And now my kids are too old. But now the grandkids are gonna—we're gonna try to get them into KB days.
6: That sounds like a really great idea. On um, the other, another way that we did things was uh, more of an emphasis in high school in that, in those years, because our, we have four sons and we really wanted them to know what it was like to be part of a community. And so they um, were encouraged to find mentors that weren't their mother and father or even their classical conversations community. So they went out of their way to find, like, artisans and business leaders and their pastors and to learn all that they could from them. So homeschooling can include men in a lot of different ways, not just the fathers that are part of the community, but the business leaders and church members.
1: All right, I want to talk about the three kind of fold mission that you have. talk about this classical education is kind of the key for you guys it's talking about learning from the classics learning from the greats in history many of them believe it or not didn't have great formal educations so to speak they were self-taught home-taught all kinds of taught all except for government taught right
6: amen and that's the best kind of education people don't realize how illiterate americans were I mean, how literate, I'm sorry, Americans were before education became compulsory. Because they read the Bible a lot, and they read Shakespeare a lot. There's were kind of like two companions in the American founding.
1: No doubt about it. So classical is important, and your curriculum that you guys have draws hard from the classics. Intentionally so. Uh, now, you guys have a curriculum people can sign up for. It's really a whole family exercise, isn't it?
6: Yeah, we um, don't address the students in particular. It's more the parents. And so when we say we have 120,000 students enrolled in our curriculum, that's just a headcount for us to make sure we have enough facilities. It's really because the parents show up, the toddlers show up, fathers show up. And so there's a whole community working together once a week to learn how to study rigorous classical academics.
1: Grandma rolls in. Yes, definitely. All right. I love it christian is the next component there you know one of the things that i saw on their website that i really liked is this to know god and to make him known that's really important one is to learn about god yourself and learn to pray and develop a relationship with god learn to follow his word and live by his guidance and love and commandments etc but to make him known is a whole nother mission right
6: yeah that's right and you know all of us are prone to saying oh i wish i'd said this when the gospel was challenged or something about the lord and what we're trying to always do with our children is give them the opportunity to practice being challenged in their faith this once a week in the once a week community so they get practiced knowing where things are in scripture or where they are in history and can you know do what the bible says be ready with a response and so that's one of the ways we help prepare children to make them known
1: I love it. Now, you guys, your curriculum, how expensive is it for families?
6: If you're a kindergarten through um, uh, fourth grade, it's about $500 a year if you, per year. And if you're in um, uh, like four, fifth, sixth grade range, it's about $1,000 a year. Um, and then our high school program is about $1,500 a year.
1: So it's anywhere from $50 to 100 and $150 a month, depending on, uh, it might be billed yearly, but I'm just saying in general so people understand. That's about what we're talking about, right?
6: Right. We So... I don't make that money as the founder. What happens? It stays in the community. Local tutors and directors work together to help with the families in and orga- in both an organization and an academic preparation, and they get the bulk of that money. And so, I'm very entrepreneurial. And one of the things I wanted to do was give stay-at-home homeschooling moms an opportunity to make some money.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, Lee Borden's with us. She's the founder of Classical Conversations. To learn more, classicalconversations.com. dot com. You just came off the stage, right? I did. What'd you talk about?
6: We were talking about how COVID, excuse me, how COVID was an opportunity to bring in homeschoolers.
1: Yes, it was. The average person thought, I can't do this. And then they came out a year later and went i guess i can yes
6: we all learn through adversity don't we
1: not only can i but i liked it better many are saying that aren't they
6: yeah um i've seen different numbers the one i'm gonna stick with is it looks like about eight percent of them will keep keep on homeschooling
1: that's a big number
6: it is because it was more like three or four before so now we're looking at 11 to 13 percent of the population homeschooled
1: and uh you know what that's gonna grow too Because uh, people are now starting to have a real problem with this um, critical race theory discussion and some of the sex uh, discussions and all that. People are starting to say, you know what? This isn't for me. So I expect that 11% number just to skyrocket over the next several years. You know,
6: I hope it does. As long as people look at at, uh, school as daycare, it's going to be a problem. But if they start looking at the difference between daycare and education, they can start coming up with different solutions. I mean, there's a lot of families who are double income and homeschool, and they tag team, or grandma helps, or they hire part-time tutors. There's a way for everybody to do this.
1: And one of the things that I find interesting, some people believe that it's homeschool, it's all or nothing. And that's not true either. You know what? If you potty train your kids, you homeschool, right?
6: That's yeah, true. Yeah, you're all born as a homeschooling parent. I mean, don't, all kids are born as homeschoolers. Something happens around four years old where parents just get nervous and send them out to the government.
1: Now I find it's interesting right now. They say, we want you all to work at home because we don't want you to drive your car because of the environment. Let's, let's do more homework. Why are they for homework but not homeschool?
6: Because, um, like uh, that gal in MSN said, the children belong to the state.
7: Not in my world, not in my family. not in
6: mine either. But that's why. They think that, you know, if you go after the children, that uh, they can change the world to their worldview. Do you have children? Me? I have four sons and three grandchildren.
1: Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Are you you busting out as grandma helping them with their homeschooling?
6: Um, Well, I thought I would be doing a lot more. And my husband said, no, you won't. April's their mother you are the grandmother, let her learn how to do this. And yep. so I do, I do when I'm asked.
1: Wise counsel from your husband yes. though, right? <laughs> it was. All right, what, what else do we need to know? I've, I, I know I can't cover the whole subject in a couple of minutes, but I can certainly give a good thumb sketch. What, what do you got for us? Anything to wrap up on?
6: Um, well, the main thing is, if you want information, of course, go to classicalconversations.com. But to me, the more important thing is, I just like to get the word out that homeschooling is not what you think it is. It's not bringing school home. Sometimes I think we need a better name for what we're really doing. But the idea is just live life as a family. And because you love your children, you're going to naturally teach them things.
1: Amen to that. And one of the things that I find fascinating is that, you know what, when you homeschool, you think you've got to do all that the government school does. And you don't. In fact, a lot of the things that the government school does... Um, in my opinion, trains children a lot like Pavlov's dogs. You know, you go in the bell, go in the bell, go in the bell, for starters. Um, And we got to get away from that. And we got to look at education as something that we love to do. We love to learn. Uh, It's not a time clock discussion. It's not a, um, you know what, I'm a rocket scientist, and so I'm the professional and you step back. It's a we all learn together. And that love of one another and love of learning tends to just take over. And before you know it, you look up at the clock and it's like, tell me that three hours went by yeah whoa we better get dinner and and then you know you're really doing it right huh
6: yeah because it's just it's just the most wonderful thing to spend the time with the children and i feel bad for parents that don't enjoy their children and one thing i think that homeschooling can do is you may not become a math major or science major or something in stem but maybe you'll learn to respect your parents and maybe more importantly your parents will learn to respect you
1: Amen to that. And, again, people are literally getting master's degrees as they homeschool their children. To me, that is an incredible novel concept that really people need to learn about, too. Well, thank you. Well, it's Bordens. been very
6: successful. The first time we offered it was uh, three semesters ago. And overnight, we had 112 students in the master's program. Wow. And um, it was the biggest master's program in the United States in one day.
1: Lee Borden's, ladies and gentlemen, founder of... ClassicalConversations.com. Thank you. Thank you. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Live.
7: Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money?
4: Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins?
7: Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that.
4: Daddy, what if somebody steal are gold?
7: And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card, or I can ask them to drop it right into mommy and daddy's bank account because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org.
5: Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better having a 1% pay cut? You deal with it that's what government needs a one percent pay cut if you take a one percent pay cut across the board you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief but nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible who are they republicans who are they Democrats. who are they virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money so the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere the money will be added to the debt And there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency.
3: All
1: right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Incredible interview. Imagine homeschooling your kids and getting a master's degree at the same time. You got to dig it, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you right now. Really good stuff. Really good stuff. All right, I want to talk about uh, Matthew Staver and the folks over at Liberty Council doing a phenomenal job as always. Walk Out Wednesday is the organization. Hashtag Walkout Wednesday is the idea. WalkoutWednesday.net is where you can learn more. And the idea is this <clears throat> The goal is to invite friends to join a peaceful protest. Join the movement to walk out and protest your place of employment and your school at noon, your time zone, or any Wednesday or choose another day and time suitable for your group, no one should be subjected to forced, coerced, or pressured to inject the COVID shots. The federal emergency use authorization law and the FDA, including the FDA fact sheets, state unequivocally that each person has the, uh, Responsibility to accept or refuse the shots. These shots are uh, in experimental and investigational, and have not been licensed by the FDA, ladies and gentlemen. The Nuremberg Code also states that voluntary consent is absolutely essential. Healthcare workers have run to the front lines. Many of them are heroes. They should not be shunned or shut down because they make a personal decision to refuse the shots. Even if you are not being forced to get the COVID shots, please stand in solidarity with others who are being mandated. Stand with your friends, healthcare workers, veterans, those who serve our veterans, serve our veterans, men and women of the military, students, and millions of others who are being forced to take the COVID shots or who are being terminated or removed from school or work. Yeah, they want this time to be uh, at noon because it's lunch hour, right? And it's a good time to be able to kind of walk out during lunch hour and make a difference there. quick pause people are interrupting the radio program why don't know always do that um, so anyway there you have it what are they calling this Walkout out net in my opinion a really cool uh, effort by uh, Liberty Council to try to show solidarity and try to have some pushback one of the things we need in America is how do you have peaceful pushback you know you try to go out into the streets and it turns into a riot not your intention I'm sure right How do we go about this in a peaceful way? And Walkout Wednesdays seems to be like a great way to do it. WalkoutWednesdays.net to learn more. Matt Staver and those guys doing a great job. All right. I want to talk about Mike Lindell's cyber symposium. Sad tale to tell. It failed to produce. It failed to prove the Chinese stole the November 3rd election. And as far as I understand, Mike Lindell got assaulted at his event. And Mike Lindell's own cybersecurity expert admits there's no proof of election fraud. Josh Merritt, that's the big cybersecurity expert leader for Mike Lindell. Josh Merritt calls Lindell's data a turd. Wow. Calls it a turd. Uh, I don't know if it's just fighting in the ranks. I don't really know how to respond to this exactly. Uh, I don't know what the truth is. I, but What Josh says is there's images and scrollings of packet captures, but there's no real packet captures to analyze. And therefore, he's calling it a big turd. What Mike Lindell did here, I don't know. I think Mike Lindell's a good guy. I don't know if he got snookered. We warned about this in the beginning. You know, when guys like me can't even get a ticket to attend to cover the event, what a sad shame. When Mike Lindell gets assaulted at his own event, what a shame. Our prayers are with Mike Lindell. I don't want anybody to get assaulted anywhere. But you look at this thing and you go, hmm, it didn't turn out very well, did it? What a sad tale. But when Mike Lindell's own cybersecurity expert admits there's no proof of election fraud. Now, here's the sad part. And myself and Cliff Kincaid warned about this on the 3rd. Believe it or not, the last show I did live before yesterday because of the big COVID sickness I've had. We talked about this and said, look, we love Mike Lindell, but we see a rat here. We smell a rat. We don't see this going down the way it's supposed to. Um, The bar of proof of fraud of packet capture is very difficult to do. Is it doable? Yeah, if you get your right ducks in a row it is, but it's very hard. In this scenario where uh, Mike was going to basically make everybody eat crow and roll it out, and this was the definitive, it reminds me of the same people that say, oh, all we got to do is wait and Donald Trump will be back in office here soon. These things aren't true, ladies and gentlemen. you got to be careful to be a patriot and stand for freedom and, and advocate for the right cause and all that kind of stuff. Ride for the brand. But you also got to be wise enough not to get snookered. <clears throat> and uh, Cliff Kincaid had some experts that said this was going to be a pig and a poke with regards to the data. I didn't know because I didn't know what Mike had or what he did not have. But when I knew that I couldn't get a ticket to the event, when Mike Lindell and crew literally shunned me, and ignored me, I applied for a ticket. They wrote back, said, "Fill out this form. We reserve the right to let anybody or anybody not go." They never even got back to me. And I'm not trying to say I'm the biggest fish in the pond, but you know what? I've been a broadcaster for 25 plus years, owned an a terrestrial FM, or I'm sorry, AM, FCC-approved radio station for 10 of those years. I've been at the Republican National Convention. I've been at the inauguration of Donald Trump. My talk show hosts on Liberty News Radio, my syndicated network, uh, were literally at Trump rallies reporting live. Okay, it doesn't get more legitimate than that, and Mike Lindell won't even let me attend. There's a rat there, folks. Something's wrong. You say, well, Sam, they're too busy. Well, if they're too busy to vet the right media, then they shouldn't have a vetting system at all. They should let everybody go. If they can vet it and bring the right media, by all means. But I digress, except to bring up this idea that our prayers are with Mike Lindell. We don't wish any harm on him. We're not attacking him for this. And we're really waiting to hear his side of the story. Because so far, all I see is the mainstream press trashing him. I wouldn't mind hearing their side of the story, but this one is not looking good. When Mike Lindell's own cybersecurity guy Kind of uh, is not a board. It's not very good for sure. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, Israel now. Remember, I got kicked off Twitter over Israel. I claim that Israel said that doctors, well, doctors in Israel were saying more elderly are dying from the COVID vaccine than from the COVID itself. I reported that Twitter shut me down. They said they'll bring you back if you repent and change, Sam. I will not do it. I reported the news as it really was. I didn't inject opinion. I just told you that's what doctors are saying. Am I allowed to report that? No, not in modern times. But it is the truth, so I stick with it. But now Israel is reporting 65% of seriously ill COVID patients are vaccinated. David Cohen, Israel International News. I guess it's Israel National News. So Israel now reports 65% of seriously ill COVID patients are vaccinated. That's Israel National News, not me. Are they going to let me report that or just shut me down? See, what a shame situation we live in. Can I even report this? Can I even tell you about this? That Israel is reporting that 65% of seriously ill COVID patients have the vaccine. Israel National News, David Cohen, the author. Am I allowed to even tell you about that article? See, that's what Quitter or Twitter became Quitter over. They literally shut me down over telling you a story, an article about this kind of stuff. What a shame! Right. <clears throat> It's amazing. Anyway, check out Walkout Wednesdays. Or Walkout Wednesday. Plural, I guess. WalkoutWednesday.net. Check that out. Pretty pretty interesting way for us all to stand up and show our displeasure with locking people down and, and denying people jobs over masks and mandates and vaccines and everything else. Our prayers are with you, ladies and gentlemen, until Monday. God save the Republic of the United States of America. It's up to you and I to get involved and make a difference. With we the people, along with the grace of the Almighty, we can and will restore America. LibertyRoundTable.com, LovingLiberty.net. Donate generously. Every penny will help us tell the tale of liberty. Please, thank you so much, and thank you for all your prayers for my recovery. God save the Republic of the United States of America.